Boker Tov. Good morning, everyone. Continuing in the laws of the Kore and the Makar, the laws uh, in Hilchus Kriyas Torah of the Baal Kore and the guy getting the Aliyah, Simon Kufmem Aleph 141. Mechaber tells us, The congregation shouldn't respond amen to the bracha of the Ola until that fellow has finished making, making his bracha. In other words, don't say amen too quickly. And the Balkore shouldn't start reading from the Torah until the congregation has finished reciting Amen. Because if he starts too early, people won't hear it. Now, just peeking, it was Simon Kufchav Dalit we studied not too long ago in the laws of Amen, congregational Amens. When you have, uh, was, that was in regard to, um, to the laws of Chazar Sashats, but a lot of the laws here apply as well. Just a couple things to be aware of is a lot of times what happens is the, the fellow who gets the aliyah, he makes the bracha. The balkore is about to start reading from the Torah, but sometimes it takes a moment to find the right place. So what do you do? So there are two things you need to be aware of. Number one, if you're, again, assuming you're the balkore, number one, there's in Semen Kofchav Dalid, the Mechaber, it's really from the Gemara, talks about different types of invalid amen responses. There are halachas that, regov- that govern how to appropriately respond amen. So one of them would be, I, it was called an amen yisoma, an orphaned amen, which means if someone respond, recites a bracha, you should respond amen immediately. If you just go ahead and you wait, there's a gap. I think it was, I don't think it was I think it was, the, the, if I recall, it was the amount of time it says it takes to say kelmel namon, I believe. A very short amount of time between the fellow who makes the bracha and you need to respond amen. If you leave a gap there, five seconds, and then you say amen, it's an orphaned amen in the sense that it's orphaned from the bracha that was recited. So if you're the Torah and the Ola who gets called to the Torah makes the bracha, you should respond amen immediately. And if it's still gonna, if you're fumbling around to try to find the spot, What's incorrect, and you do see this a lot of times happening, is the, the, the guy makes the, the bracha, the, the balkore finds his, spa, his spot, and then six seconds later he says, Amen. Da, 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 da. Right, that's a problem, because that's an Amen Yusoma. The Amen should really be immediately after what the balkore recites. Another classic mistake is sometimes what will happen is the Ola will make the bracha, and the balkore will, have you ever heard of this one? Amen. While well, he's trying to find the right spot, okay, that's called an amen arucha. It's an amen that's elongated, and that's inappropriate as well. You should just say amen, and if you have to wait to find the spot, you wait to find the spot. But the amen of the balkori should be immediately, to my understanding, should be immediately after the ola recites his bracha. Now, the Mishnah Bura brings an interesting halacha. I believe the content. If I, I Recall correctly, I, th- I think the context of the Mishnah Bruce is as follows. There's a halacha, which I believe is in Hilchus Berchus Kohanim, but I believe it's true to all amens in general. And that is, when you respond amen to a bracha, it should be at the same volume and pitch as the fellow who recited the bracha. So if a guy says a bracha in an undertone, you shouldn't sound, oh, man, you shouldn't say a booming amen. It should be the same tone, pitch, volume as the guy reciting the bracha. So that really should happen, if you really think about it, what should happen, the Ola gets called to the Torah. Let's say he's got a really muted voice. He recites the bracha. You're the Baal Kore. So really, what should happen is you should recite Amen, very softly. However, the Mishra Bruah says the following. He says, Kasu ha'achronim, the achronim writes, Shaminag, the custom is, Shakore on Amen imatsibo berkol ra. 
that the Balkori responds Amen Bikal Ram loudly. I, I think what the Mishabru is saying is, even though that's not normally the halacha, normally you don't respond Amen necessarily Bikal Ram loudly, you respond whatever volume the fellow reciting the bracha responds. Here, specifically with the Balkore, with the fellow laning, it should bidavka be with the kol rum, it should be loud, even if the, ba- the fellow making the bracha says the bracha muted. Why? He should say amen loudly and a little bit longer than the rest of the congregation. Again, you don't want to have an amen arucha, it can't be too long, but a drop longer. Why? The idea is, is you do want to kind of give the congregation a little bit of a pause, a, a, some kind of notice. Hey, folks, we're about to start reading from the Torah. And that's why, you, right, the amen. That is a thing. You know, with the, when the guy, he says it with the tune, with a little bit louder, a little bit longer. That is, uh, it sounds like, it's, again, it's not an ikarat din, but it is, as Misha Bura says, uh, it is a minug. He says, maskal likros miyad. Um, he says, Okay. He says, basically, you want to try, you want to try to say that amen as quickly as possible, loudly, a little bit longer than the congregation. You want to be able to start the Kriyas Torah, if possible, as quickly as possible. If you can't, you're still fumbling for the spot. Again, that should happen after the amen. And uh, again, give a little bit of a pause before you actually start reading so like people understand what's going on. And that's the basic idea of the amens of the Balkore.